0: Are you ready? Let's get it. Are right, yo, what's up? It's your boy, D. Starks. Starks, our artist. And you're tuned in to the Justin Bieber Podcast. We're talking everything faith, life, and culture. We back. We here, man. Another week. One more. To episode be. 35? Gotta be. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, that's, that's gotta yeah, be the one. But look, if you've been tuning in for a while, you've been rocking with us, welcome back. And we've been growing a lot recently, so if you tuned in for the first time, welcome. Um, and yo, as I said, if you've been listening... You know, you love the content, everything we're putting out. If you're listening on a podcast app, Apple, Spotify, Google, whatever it is, go ahead, write us a review, leave us a rating, yeah. and we appreciate y'all. Much love. Yeah. For sure. But look, we're going to go ahead and tap in. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, yeah So we're going to go ahead and get into it um, because this is one, every time we put anything up on our Instagram, whether it be a poll or question box about, yo, what, what would you all like us to like talk about, have mm-hmm. a conversation on, this one always comes up. We get a lot of messages comments, DMs on asking about this topic or the subject and people just having like, you know, questions on what this really is and mm-hmm. wanting us to cover it. And this was really interesting to cover or even like do study on going into it because it challenged me because right. it was one of those things where I didn't really know if I knew what it was mm-hmm. or how to describe it. Like right. it's one of those things where I'm always hearing and talking about, maybe even saying myself, but it's like, yo, do I really know what this means? Yeah. Like, what is that? yeah. yeah and basically it's so what this is going to be about. is all about spiritual warfare. Mm mm-hmm all about spiritual warfare. And this is one of those things I like to call, like, Christianese. You know what I mean? It's like one of those buzzwords in the church, and the Christian community that everyone's always claiming, talking about, like, I'm going through spiritual warfare. Like, Like, I'm I'm fighting this. Mm. Uh, You know, I have heavy spiritual warfare this week. I hear that a lot. Like, um, and it was just like, dang, okay, what does that actually mean? What does that look like? And I think when it comes to spiritual warfare, particularly, like, obviously, like, for Christians and us talking about it, I think it's important to start with what it is, and what it's not, mm-hmm. you know, because I remember I saw something a while ago it was on Instagram and it said it was like, are you really fighting demons or are those just the consequences of your actions? Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Is, is this really spiritual warfare or are you just reaping the harvest of bad seeds that you've sown in the past? Right. You know, I know people that that'd be uh, <laughs> they car break down, they car break down, and they start bonding the devil. <laughs> it's like, bro, you ain't got an oil change in eight months. <laughs> <laughs> like go ahead buy the devil take that bad boy to the take car to the shop, shop. Boy. <laughs> get an oil change um but no all jokes aside it is like spiritual warfare is something that is very serious it is something real yeah. so we're not i'm not saying that to minimize it at all but it's something that we hear so much i think sometimes and in different ways it's like i think it's important for us to actually know what it is and what it's not mm-hmm. in different situations and things like that and i starting this off One of the things that we have to realize, like, as Christians just in general and people who are walking out their faith with God that I didn't always – I wasn't always aware of when I first came to Christ is the fact that, like, although we do have a God that's for us, we also have, like, an enemy who is against. Mm -hmm. He's against our devotion to our God, against the plan he has for us, Mm -hmm. and against – everything he wants us to walk into right do you feel what i'm saying so we have to realize that there is an adversary whose entire goal is basically to like destroy our lives and deter us from everything we're meant to walk into so i think that's always important to realize that you're like there is like a spiritual fight just just as much as god has a plan for your life so does the enemy you know i think that that's something that's always overlooked and that you know you go through different things in your life there'll be heavy like mental instability that you're going through or situations you're that like pop up out of nowhere yeah. and you're like yo like where did this come from what's happening And it's like yo like that may be spiritual warfare that's going through mm-hmm. but we have to understand but sometimes it gets overlooked of like all oh, it just it was so unintentional you know what i mean it's like all oh, that just so happened it's like right. you know like there's a fight going on and like try to get you away from what you need to be doing yeah. so it's why that's why it's important to always understand that that yo know, like we do have an adversary and an enemy who's like always at work trying to you know ultimately get those who are really living for god and stepping into purpose completely away from that track oh, yeah. and when it comes to spiritual warfare also it's like this is more than just the ups and downs the regular ups and downs of life mm. you know like this is like intentional attack that the enemy is trying to come against you yeah. so like like i mentioned this can come in the form of like mental insip- mental instability like mm. high stress like anxiety or you're at your school and things are just all hell breaking loose there, like right. on your campus, at school, on your job. And you just have like a moment, a week, a few days, a month of things just like being completely out of place. Right. And that's really like, you know, what spiritual warfare is entailing. You know what I mean? Mm. Outside of just like the regular ups and downs of different days of like, yeah. yo, like you really like just going through it. And so when it comes to spiritual warfare and like in terms of, you know, everyone talking about, oh yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm fighting the devil, like I'm, 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 I'm fighting yeah. the devil. I'm like, you know, I'm in battle with the devil, and it's like, sometimes I think growing up, I always thought that when I heard that, like the devil was, you know, like red, you know, you know, redhead, two horns or some like, you yeah. know, physical type of thing, yeah. and it's like, nah. That's not even close to it. Like the devil is going to show up like in your thoughts mm-hmm. through lies, operating through people, different environments, situations, different. environments that are taking place in your life. And I think that's always the first thing that's good, important to note to like understanding what it is and how to like identify it. Yeah, for sure. And I think another thing that I've noticed is that the enemy can also show up in a special warfare and and like manifest himself like through other people. You know, so I think one thing I had to understand is just realizing who your real enemy was and what that real enemy was. Like you were mm-hmm. talking about, like, it's not, you know, how it's portrayed in the movies. Like, what, what, what really is that enemy? Like, your enemy isn't, you know, that person spreading rumors about you or, you know, that teacher you feel like has it out for you or those friends talking behind your back. Like, they're sort of just like conduits to, like, something deeper, right? In Ephesians six twelve scripture I want to bring up, it says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. And another scripture, 2 Corinthians ten 3, 5, talks on this. It says, for, for though we walk in flesh, we are now waging war according to the flesh. Right? So, basically, through these scriptures, it's saying our battle is not physical, but in a spiritual, right? The things you're seeing with your eyes in your day-to-day life is just, like, it's tools. It's conduits. There's always something you can't see influencing something you can, right? There's always a root, and like roots can't be seen. So it's it's really deeper than what you can see. I think for a lot of us, like you were talking about earlier, the enemy has exceeded in keeping our eyes and our focus away from him and how he's actually moving and where he and what he's actually doing, right? And I think one of his main tactics is keeping our focus off of him and on things that are just going to keep the cycle continuing. Like, for example, I'm not sure if you guys are too fond of like, you know, war movies or like video games and stuff like that. But that's something i have kind of like fond of and I like getting into. So and I've noticed like when I'm watching these movies and playing these games, like a common tactic of these war people going against other um, armies is like going for the commander. Right. Because they understand if I go for the commander, the one calling the shots, then the the, the battle's all but one. Right. Mm. Like I can take down the foot soldier, but it's like mm, another one's going to take its place. I can take down that one. Another one's going to take its place. Right. So one of the main tactics of this war is like, OK, I have to get to the one calling the shots. Right. And it's kind of like the same with the spiritual warfare. It's like we're kind of we're dealing with with what's at face value. But it's like if we get to what what the root is, if we get to where the person that's actually calling the shots where he's at, and it's like, okay, we can, we can really be more effective in how we're dealing with these issues that we're facing, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing with that is, like, the enemy, like we say, he doesn't have a physical form. He's working in a spiritual. So we're trying to fight spiritual battles in physical ways, and that's not how that works, right? So basically, I think we just have to get out of the habit of taking everything at face value and realizing that, like I said, there's, always, there's, there's usually always something influencing what you're actually seeing in the physical. No, yeah. And when it comes to like we're always talking when people are talking about spiritual warfare and how it's gonna show up in your life, that's how that's how it's gonna happen. It's gonna come through like different people. Yeah. Different environments, different situations, mm-hmm. like that. Professors irking your nerve. Like hey. then people that are like literally like putting their name in your mouth for no reason at all. Like I don't know. So, like start just uh, starting starting room speaking on your name mm-hmm. like out you got like you know, e- even family. So it's going to happen through, like, different environments and situations because it's, like, it's not always that person, but the spirit that's influencing them, kind of like what you were mentioning, right? Like, the 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 enemy can use, like, you know, different people to ultimately, like, advance the, his agenda, whether right. people are aware of that or not. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes the, they're oblivious to it. Yeah, sometimes it's subconscious. It's just not like they're necessarily, like, demonic or possessed or anything like that, mm-hmm. but they could be operating on their agenda that is going to at some point cross your path and try to deter you from the path that you're on exactly you mentioned this uh, a few weeks ago we're talking about like everyone's always in a perpetual state of worship yeah so it's about what are you worshiping like what is in everyone's always being influenced by something whether they know it or not exactly and so sometimes people can be you know under the spirit of like anger a strife of discourse you know what i mean and that 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 show up within your life in different environments. That's like now trying to like disrupt you. You yeah. feel, you know what I mean? Exactly. And so that's how that's really gonna it's gonna show up. So although it's come so although these things may be coming through a person, like the agenda behind these actions are are larger than we think. Yeah. Are way are way larger than what we can fathom and may be like the uh, of the enemy essentially. Mm-hmm. I like how you mentioned that we have to be aware. Of this because, like I said in Ephesians six twelve, it talks about how we don't fight against flesh and blood right. because we can get in these moments like, oh, they they talking bad on my name. Like, hold on, let me hands. let me step real quick. No. Who 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 is this? And, and now, like, I'm exerting all my energy, all my time, all my effort, and trying to fight the wrong battle. The wrong battle. I, now now I'm. I'm caught up, right, in all this stress, this anxiety, and this worry on all these things in front of me when the real battle is the the thing that is unseen. Yeah. And I remember I heard heard it listening to this one message, and it talked about how, like, the the enemy wants us to focus on the flesh and blood because at that point, I'm going to start throwing their weapons at the wrong culprit. Mm. That's good. I like that. I'm going to start utilizing these weapons at the wrong culprit. and as long as I can stay here in the physical and what's happening, like right in front of me, in these people and these environments and situations, what then the, the enemy can still run rampant, yeah, right, mm-hmm. and continue on the path that he wants and that he has, that he uh, wants us to move into. So that's all. That's always important to know, and that's one of the hardest things that I had to really. Understand and start to realize it's like, okay, like when I'm seeing all these things in my life, that yo, so like this person that's speaking about me, mm-hmm. right? These people that are setting these things up behind my back or whatever it may be, yo, they're operating and being influenced and influenced by something that they may not be aware of, right. and then that changes your perspective, right? So, like, when I'm seeing all these attacks come out my way, I'm like, mm. I see you, devil. You know what I, I mean, you. like, yeah. like. And, and now I'm not, I'm not wasting my time getting into like these petty arguments and disputes, mm-hmm. like with with all this small, minuscule stuff. And yeah. I'm taking that to like my prayer closet, right? Exactly. What we'll talk about later. Going to Ephesians six and like putting on the full armor of God and what that looks like, and understanding the real fight. So like, I have energy for that because sometimes we can just like get off kilter. You, feel yeah, what yeah, for sure. That's a good point. I think even in a way, it kind of increased my patience with people. Cause it's like, mm, yeah, cause it's that's like, good, bro. And they were coming at me in a certain way. It was like, okay, I realized this ain't really them, right? And that doesn't mean so like excusing what they're doing. Because at the end of the day, like that, that is their action. But and they'll be held accountable, of course. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, there are going to be consequences for that action. But like I, now that I really had the understanding of, okay, there, there's something, there's something else at play, right? So I, I wasn't directing my anger towards that person, right? Yeah, no, I, I didn't think about it that way. But definitely increased my patience. And understanding for people's actions and how they was doing. And how, how did you say it earlier? Everything we see is being influenced. What is like, it? Everything, everything visible is being influenced by something invisible. Everything visible is being influenced by something invisible or that is which is unseen. Mm-hmm. So that's always important to note. And then when I, once you have that perspective of like, yo, that there's a spirit operating within every one of us okay. that gives you a, a different perspective. That mm-hmm. gives you like more patience and the discernment on how to navigate different things. But... No, that's good, for real. And something else I had to realize about the topic, and something that really helped me understand it more, was really just kind of like the origin of the war, right? Because people are talking about like, the spiritual warfare and how there's a war. I'm like, okay, like... What war? How did it start? Like, how did I get involved in this? Right. And the way it was explained to me or the way literally the Bible lays it out is so there's two kingdoms. Right. Well, initially it was just one kingdom, the kingdom of heaven. And then we know the story about how Lucifer rebelled. And then um, there was a whole battle and he got kicked out of heaven. And ever since then, there's been two kingdoms. So there's a kingdom of God also. Referred to as the kingdom of heaven is also the kingdom of darkness, also referred to as the kingdom of air in the Bible, right? On Ephesians 2, 2, it, it references, it, it says, the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now work and those who are disobedient, right? So there's, there's two kingdoms, right? The kingdom of heaven's victory is set in stone. Like since the beginning of time, like God's going to win this battle is inevitable, right? So like we're kind of touching on another other, these two kingdoms, they both have two different agendas for your life. So God's kingdom, he wants you to share in his victory, right? That's his agenda for your life. But the enemy, Satan, aka, he just doesn't want to lose alone, right? So now we're caught in the middle, like Satan's trying to take everyone down with him while God's trying to get us to share in his victory. So basically... That's the so the whole origin of this war and exactly what's really going on because, like I said, we kind of throw it around. But when I really got to understand the origin of it and like really what's happening and how I got played into it, it, it allowed me to get a lot better of an understanding of the topic. So yeah, just understand, like there's there's two kingdoms at play, and they're both sort of like in a t- in a trying to tug for your attention and tug for your you're like alliance to them yeah so basically ultimately this this war this battle that's going on is basically just a fight over over you over your soul and over who you you're you're and over who you're ultimately going to allow yourself to be influenced by so no yeah that's good when it comes to spiritual warfare the fight or this battle like you said is over like your spirit and your, and your soul. So everything, every, every tactic, every move, every strategy that the enemy wants is to basically push you further and further from your obedience to God and to move into the agenda that he wants out of your life. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, okay, Dane, let me see if I can get them away from peace today. Mm -hmm. right let me let me let me see if i can get them anxious Mm -hmm. let me let me see if i can move them away from staying solidified in god and to move further into fear Mm -hmm. oh you want to walk in love let me see if i can you know ruffle them feathers a little bit right and move you into like hate right or strife or anger or jealousy right yeah and then instead of walking you know by the spirit let me see if I can get you to start operating more in the flesh. Like, all these things are just to push you away from that into, like, the agenda that he wants. Mm-hmm. And so when all these things are happening around you, that, like, you got people at school acting out of character. You got classmates. You got peers. You got coworkers. You got professors. You got your parents, family, mm-hmm. people close to you, in you're in a circle that are doing, maybe may doing different things um, that may, be not, may not be like them or just, like, hell, breaking loose, like, in your own environment or your situations all this is to move you away from what god wants out of your life right so yeah. that drama wasn't there just to be there yo it was to see okay like can i get them to the bite yep Do you know what i'm saying it's like oh okay this all this report from this doctor right or this comment from this professor or this this situation happened at my job with my boss my coworker. no matter what it was it's all to see. It, it's all like maybe, maybe influenced by the enemy to like see. Okay, how off kilter can I get you? Can I get you operating in my agenda, and I can get you further, further away from God? Right. And that's the whole. That's the whole point of all of this, you know. And even different thoughts that you may have, like in that mental instability, like just like depression, like anxiety, mm-hmm. all this worry and fear from different things that may be outside your control. It's all to like just disrupt everything that you have going on, and to move you away. From what God has for you. Yeah, exactly. And then when it comes to fighting like all these, you know, I guess these moves that the enemy may be making or spiritual warfare in general, I think there's always like some misconception that, you know, you got to be like binding the devil, screaming at hell in your prayer closet, like bind you devil and all that. Like, and that may be a part of it, right? Cause that's the, the power that God has given us to bind and loose different things, but that's not the totality of it. And that's not always the case. Right. And when it comes to like how to fight spiritual warfare, a lot of people always reference and like basically the blueprint is in Ephesians, right? Ephesians right. six ten through eighteen. Like everyone fighting going through it needs to go and study that passage of scripture, and it talks about basically putting on the full armor of Christ, mm-hmm. like the breastplate of righteousness and the belt of truth and the and different things of that nature, sure. and when it talks about putting on the full armor of christ like one of the questions i'm always thinking about like yo, how do you even do that right like how are you yeah, supposed to mean. put on yeah. this armor what does that actually practically mm-hmm. look like and yeah and in ephesians 6 18 it talks about how that we need to pray and do that through the spirit on all occasions mm-hmm. and that's what i've learned is that that's a part of putting on that full armor of god when it talks about righteousness when it talks about putting on the belt of truth and things of that nature that's going to come through like your communion and your communion and your connection to the source and God himself. Mm-hmm. And I think I heard like this, that one time is that sometimes we get in the habit of praying when we get into spiritual warfare, when we haven't even prayed before it came. Mm. And what happens is some of us don't know how to stand strong in the Lord because we haven't been standing with him at all. Ooh. And so when it, when it comes to, Spiritual warfare. Even when it talks about it in Ephesians six, one thing that I didn't know is when it talks about putting on the full armor of God. In the Greek, when you go and study it, talks about when you put when it says put it on, it's a one-time thing. Mm. You're supposed to put it on the... once, right? And it'd be something that stays with you. You don't you're not supposed to take it off. You're mm-hmm. supposed to put on this armor and it'd be something that you now carry out, carry around on you with you for like the duration and eternity of like your battle and your fight. Right. So That's why it talks about, I think it talks about it, talks about in the Bible how we should pray without ceasing, and that's because we need to be always prepared, like at all times in any situation, right, no no matter what attack that may come, that I've been standing with the Lord. So in those moments where that, Spiritual warfare is hitting at it, like you know, at a high level, and it may be in a different season. I know how to stand strong and stand firm in him and with him during that season and during those moments. Yeah, that point about that continual prayer that reminds me of the story it was in Mark 9. Mark 9 21. Or, dang. Mark 9 29. Basically it was a story about how a man came to the disciples with his son who had an impure spirit, and he said that they couldn't cast it out, right? So he's like, Okay, let me go to Jesus direct. So it goes directly to Jesus. And what happens is Jesus ends up commanding the spirit to leave. And then it did, and then the disciples later asked, like, "Okay, how did you do that? Like why weren't we able to cast out you know that impure spirit and you were?" And then he responded, And then he responded, "This kind can only come out only by prayer, but when you look at the sequence of events, Jesus never prayed in that moment. he com He commanded the the spirit to leave, but he never prayed. So what he meant by that is like a continual prayer." A, a different type of prayer, right? A, a, a perpetual prayer. That's what he meant by that. Not not when the moment comes. When the moment came, Jesus didn't pray. He he commanded it to leave, right? So he said these can only come out by by prayer, continual prayer, different type of prayer. Not when it comes, Not when it's here. So yeah, no, I think that's a good point. That just kind of reminded me that there's certain issues that come, that that you know that five that quick two minute prayer ain't really gone. Ain't gonna do too much about right. It's about that continual prayer, right? And that and that's how you keep on. He's already equipped, like before that moment yeah. had come, um, through obviously the power, the the reverence, and all the things that he had gained through prayer beforehand to obviously be able to handle that situation, standing fr- and stand firm in God. And we also have to realize that like spiritual battles require spiritual strength, and that's the biggest thing in in fighting. Against spiritual warfare, it's like you're not going to do this. Like obviously, through your own strength or through through the flesh yeah. or in this or in the natural world, that's going to come through supernatural power and ability that God only God can provide. This mention in Ephesians six, because sometimes we're trying to reach God or do the work of God or walk with Him independent of His Spirit. Yeah. And we can't do that. Like we need his spirit through through everything in every moment, especially when it comes to spiritual warfare. Like these spiritual battles require mm-hmm. spiritual strength, spiritual weapons, right? Special mm-hmm. spiritual arsenals, right? And different things of that nature that we always have to be very, very aware about. So yeah. like it's always about um, I think I mentioned this last week, but like what is your first response? Mm-hmm. So I mean that can even apply here in these situations of like dang like am I going to exert all this energy, like, okay, trying to confront all these people. Or am I now going to, like, go to God with this, right? Mm-hmm. Am I now going to try to and fight all these the insignificant battles that aren't going to actually get to the source of my issue, right. right, of what mental instability I may be going through or things that may be situations happening around me, my family, or am I going to take this to my prayer closet, right? Put on, like, this full armor of God and fight, fight it through that. So I think that's always always important to understand. And then also spiritual battles require spiritual insight so what a lot of people always call discernment because we have to understand the schemes of the enemy to properly fight the attacks that come from him that goes back to what i mentioned earlier with like yo like are you fighting demons are these just consequences of your actions i know i was joking there but that's why you need like this discernment and insight from the spirit to realize okay like whoa what is this tactic what is the enemy trying to do here what is What's happening in my life? Like what is causing these things to happen or take place? And you know, that comes from just like seeking God and he's gonna like give you that revelation to to discern these different things. Like he wants his children to have these gifts, like to be able to discern warfare and things and battles that may be happening in their life. So that's always important to understand. And obviously as you the more you start understanding spiritual warfare, you realize that, you know, where the fight is actually at, and you now you have a shift of perspective through this insight and discernment that you now have, and then also something else well something I had heard that I never heard before that was really interesting when it came to spiritual warfare is that like you know your obedience can be a form of you know fighting against that. Like walk, just walking in the will of God and what He has for your life, disciplining yourself yeah. day to day and every moment, every hour. Whenever you don't want to actually follow His plan, His will, or go by your flesh and your emotions, mm-hmm. actually stepping into that and giving Him your yes, what, and just resisting the devil—that is a part of. Fighting spiritual warfare, you know what I mean. I was like, that was really interesting, but it makes sense. Like when I started studying, like, yo, if the chief goal is to like deter me or get me off track from what I need to do, yeah. actually walking with God is fighting that attack <laughs> and then saying yes to Him. And so that was that was really interesting and like really practical. But it it was like okay, it's bringing it down. It kind of brought it more down to earth of like, yo, my day to day, giving Him my obedience, giving Him my yes. Um, instead of, like, clapping back at this person, right, and showing love, mm-hmm. instead of instead of going straight to worry and fear, um, actually, like, going to him in prayer and petition, casting my cares to him, obedience and keeping his word close to my heart, that can be just me actually fighting and resisting the devil and stepping into what I got has for my life and things like that. Mm-hmm. That kind of reminds me of, like, because you were talking about how um, – your obedience can be a form of, like, fighting off the spiritual warfare, right, and, like, protection from it, and ultimately what that looks like is denying your flesh, and someone had worded it, they said fasting is, like, the atomic bomb of, like, spiritual warfare, you know, like, it's, it's, like, a really powerful weapon, because when you look at fasting, what it really is, is just, like, you're, you're denying your flesh, right, and denying those desires, and ultimately, like, the enemy's agenda, right, and you're saying yes to God, so when he worded it like that, I was, like, that, that's a good point, like, the, that can be a very good form of, like, fighting all the spiritual warfare is Mm -hmm. fasting, right, and denying your flesh. So, yeah, that's a good point. But, no, yeah, those are the biggest ones. So, really understanding that spiritual battles require spiritual insight, you know what I mean, that you need, for spiritual battles, you need spiritual strength. And you know, c- continuously and always putting on the armor of God through prayer, mm-hmm. right? And fasting, discipline, obedience, yeah. whatever that you know, what that's what that mm-hmm. really looks like practically. And ultimately, you know, staying close to God. But yeah, you got what, what what's good? We got anything else for the people? You got something to leave them with mm-hmm. in and off? No, I just want to say, man, I'm 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 glad we finally got to touch on this topic. Like you said, it's something a lot of people are asking for, and this is one of those topics I feel like everyone needs to understand because I think once you truly see like the world for like what it really is it becomes a lot easier to like maneuver through it right so just understanding that like it's deeper than what you're just seeing with your physical eyes right just kind of reiterating what we've been saying it's like when you really when you really notice that fact the walk the walk becomes that much more i don't want to say easier but i mean it's hard to it's hard to fight something you can't really understand and see so once you really understand and see it you can now do what you need to do to combat that, right? So, yeah. No, yeah. I just say, like, whenever you are having, going through the season, going through these moments where, like, you're feeling a high level, like, adversity or attack against your life, whatever that may look like for you personally, it's always about, like, understanding spiritual battles require spiritual strength and standing standing strong in the Lord. And when you put that armor on, keep it there. Right, stay staying consistent in obedience with God, um, and and close to Him. And then, whenever these moments come, you're going to have the fortitude, you're going to have that strength, you're going to have that spiritual awareness. One, and then just the altitude and the fortitude to like go through this and understand the tools that you need to ultimately fight it. And so that's the, that's the biggest thing: I want you to put it on, keep it there. Keep it there. Keep it there. And and that's what it, and that's what it's meant for to protect you and ultimately shield you at all times through these different things but yeah that's pretty pretty much it that's all i got i like that keep it there keep it there yeah stuff you gotta you gotta keep it there for real so look stay you stay real and stay humble we'll catch y'all next week much love